your destination will hold. But the path that it takes you to get there, there are so many of them. And the more open you are to absorbing information and acknowledging the fact that you don't know, the faster you'll probably get to where you're trying to go. to my channel. Today we're going to be talking about my entrepreneurial journey. May 17th will be three years since I officially incorporated my business and it's been a little more than three years now since I quit my job to pursue entrepreneurship. I did that in February of 2019 so it's about three years and four months since I did all of that. It has been a crazy journey, a beautiful journey, and one that I think could be of benefit to those of you who are deciding to take that leap or have already taken that leap and just need a little bit of context and perspective. So in 2019, I quit my job because I was done. I was emotionally done. I was physically done. I was uninspired and I felt like I had gained everything to gain from there. There was no more excitement or hope and truly I was extremely distracted. I would be writing poetry on sticky notes and folding them into my bag all the time. I was thinking of business ideas and all of these things I wanted to do. And if I'm being honest, my morale at work, my energy level, and probably eventually the quality of my work would have continued to diminish if I didn't like get out. When I left, I decided that things I wanted to do were one, start speaking, two, write a book, three, start a podcast, and four, consult. These were the four pillars on which I justified getting out of that job and going it on my own. And thankfully, I have done all of those things. I have a Amazon best-selling poetry book called Through My Brown Eyes. I started a podcast called the Tokes Talks podcast with over 160 episodes. And I've also started this YouTube channel by the same name. I have been consulting in the public, private, nonprofit sectors. I've been speaking and getting paid to really do everything that I love. And in this time, I'm not going to say it's been easy, but what I will say is that it's been worthy. And I have a few tips to give you so that if you're deciding to step into this and you're having struggles or you don't know where to start from, I think that these tips will be perfect to get your mind right and get you on perspective so that you can make the best out of this journey or even just decide if being an entrepreneur is something that you care to do, you're willing to do or you're able to do right now. So the first tip is to not be rigid. Please, 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 I don't know if there's anything more important than this, do not be rigid. Know where you wanna to get to, but be open to any and every direction that can take you there. When you're planning for your business, planning for your future and trying to figure out what you want it to look like, it can be very easy for you to fall into the trap of wanting to set a plan that is so ironclad that nothing can come between it. And that's not necessarily the best way to go, especially when you're entering into uncharted territory, when you're stepping into a line of business, a way of doing work, a way of living that you've never experienced before. It's important to not get rigid because when you're rigid, it'll be hard for you to take advice. It'll be hard for you to be able to pivot. And in being so rigid with how you have to get there, the path you have to take, the things you have to do, you could end up slowing yourself down because you're not open to suggestions that can get you there faster or more effectively than the initial plans that you had made for yourself. 
the question I always ask myself is, do I want to get there my way or the best way? And understanding that those are not always the same thing. Be open to allowing the journey to go the way the journey needs to go. Be open to getting advice from other people. Be open to the fact that sometimes things will slow down and that slow down is a part of building the momentum it takes to speed up and get to where you want to be. Just don't be rigid because if you're rigid in this uncharted territory, you are going to miss out on a lot of opportunities and you're going to be delayed unnecessarily because you don't want to look at things outside of the way that you have assumed to be the only right way. And as I said, your destination will hold, but the path that it takes you to get there, there are so many of them. And the more open you are to absorbing information and acknowledging the fact that you don't know, the faster you'll probably get to where you're trying to go. My second tip is to take the path of least resistance at the start. What I mean by that is what is the easiest path for you to get started right now? Not in the future, not later. Do not wait on perfection because perfection doesn't exist. And in my opinion, perfection is sugar-coated or gold-plated procrastination. Many times we're waiting on the perfect opportunity, waiting to have everything set up correctly, waiting to do things in the most perfect manner. And what we're actually doing is delaying our ability to start and also learn. And one of the things that I've learned is that even when you do plan and try to get everything perfect, when you start, the amount of unforeseen struggles that hit you that you would have never seen unless you started, those struggles are way bigger than all of the things you were preparing for. So take the path of least resistance. For example, right now I am recording this YouTube video on a camera that my sister has had for years. Is it the best camera? Not necessarily. The quality is good, but it doesn't have an audio output, so I'm not able to connect and upgrade the audio. And also it heats up and turns off like every 15 minutes. It's a struggle. I understand that. But at the same time, if I were to say I'm going to wait until I can save up X amount of dollars to get this camera and then start, I probably wouldn't be starting until the end of the year. So for now, this is what you're going to get of me. And as I continue to go and grow, I will continue to expand and upgrade as I see fit. So for you, do the same thing. You want to start a YouTube video and you don't have a camera, start with your phone. Get comfortable with speaking, get comfortable with being in front of the camera, getting your cadences, and you might even find out that it's not for you. You might use your phone to start a YouTube channel and then realize, you know what, I really don't like talking on the screen to people and this is not what's for me. And then what can you do? You pivot into something else. But if you were to wait and have spent thousands of dollars and then started and then realize that, hey, um, this is not what's for me, you would have wasted time and money on something that wasn't even worth it. So take the path of least resistance. You can continue to pivot and course correct and refine as you go, but you need to get going. When I started off as an entrepreneur, I didn't have much money. And my motto was either you have money or you have time. So since I didn't have money, I made all the time to be able to learn how to do the things that I couldn't afford yet to pay people to do for me. So with my poetry book, I learned how to use Adobe Illustrator. I used uh, a, a trial version of it to create my cover page. My um, podcast graphics were the same thing. Everything I did was DIY because I knew that I needed to get started. And if I waited for the funds and the support and all of that to get started, 
I would probably still not be started now because it was those little steps that I took that eventually got me to a place where I was making enough money to be able to pay to outsource all the things that I'm not good at or to pay to refine my skills or upgrade my tech. The third tip is to know where you want to go and start working in reverse from there. From the moment that I decided to be an entrepreneur, one of the first things I envisioned was where I would want to be ideally. And I closed my eyes and I thought of it and I was like, I want to be a multi-millionaire running a successful business where I can work from anywhere in the world, where I get paid to speak and consult, where I can write poetry and have the perfect work-life balance, where I work maybe about four hours a day, four days a week. This was the vision. This is the vision. And then the next thing I did was ask myself the question, what do I need to have right now in place to ensure that when my dream becomes a reality, I won't be scrambling? So the things that I had to have in place was one, like a corporation. When I quit my job, as I said, I wasn't initially incorporated. But then I was thinking to myself, what if you were to get the contract of your dreams right now? And because you didn't have a corporation, that contract had to be placed under your personal name. And then 50% of it was taxed away because you weren't prepared. So that is how I started to operate. So I started to streamline my systems and prepare my mind and my workflow in a way that would eventually get me to my goal. So you need to do the same thing. Where do you want to be five years from now? Where do you want to be 10 years from now? What are your dreams for your business and everything that you're doing? And what do you need to put in place right now to ensure that when you get there, because life can come at you fast, success can come at you fast. What do you need to do to prepare so that if it does come at you fast, you won't be scrambling and running around and chasing your tail because you already knew this is what you wanted. You had the clarity of vision and you prepared your mind and your body for it. The final tip is to say what you need. Be honest, put your ego on a shelf and tell people what you need. The opportunities I have right now that are leading me towards having my first six-figure year started with me telling people what I wanted, telling them what I did, telling them what I was interested in, telling them to keep me top of mind for opportunities. The way that opportunities that started off with me having one-off conversation with my friend have trickled into me getting to where I am now is something that cannot be denied. I did not get to where I am now just based off of my grit and my drive and my vision because it's really who you know, unfortunately. And if you don't know anyone, it makes it very difficult. And if you don't speak to anybody about what you want from them or how you could maybe leverage their communities, you are going to lose out on so many opportunities. So please keep speaking up. Tell people what you need. Tell people what you need. I remember telling one of my good friends that I was looking to get into diversity and inclusion consulting and that I didn't know how to get in. And she was already in the inclusion space, in the coaching space. And literally one day she sends me a text message and says, there's a consulting opportunity that I got an email about. It's not being put out publicly and they're asking us to put people's names and I put your name down. That was my first three-figure an hour gig. I was getting paid almost $200 an hour to work and consult with this company using my expertise. And it was a major company. So I was able to then use the fact that I had worked with that company to leverage, to get paid more and to work with other companies that led me all the way to my current 
consulting gig that I'm in right now. And if I had never told her what I needed, she would have never even thought of me when the opportunity came to her, an opportunity that I never would have saw because it wasn't made public and I wouldn't be where I am right now. So please, please, please speak up. Closed mouths get fed scraps. I know how people say closed mouths don't get fed. I don't believe that to be true because eventually you will be so hungry, you will be so starved that you will eat any and everything that's left. You won't get your pick of the crop, right? And we don't want that. We don't want scrappy situations. We don't want the leftover. We want the creme de la creme, the best of it. And the best way to do this is to speak up and be very explicit, unapologetic about your needs. This requires you to push your ego to the side because some of us struggle with the whole, oh, I don't want people to say they made me. Nobody could make you at the end of the day. If somebody gives you an opportunity and puts their name on the line for you, it's because they know that when you are given that opportunity, you're going to step up in a way that won't embarrass them. People can get you in the door, but it's your behavior that determines how long you can stay in the room. And with that being said, there's no reason to have an ego about it. Me, I will ask any and everyone for help very, very shamelessly because where I want to get to, where I need to get to, the lives that are attached to me, the destiny that I am meant to fulfill and the purpose that is mine is much bigger than anybody's opinions or feeling like, or having someone feel like I'm begging them for an opportunity. Yes, I am begging. I'm begging you for an opportunity because you have access to some places that I don't. And I know once I get in there, I'm gonna kill it and you're gonna look good and I'm gonna look good and we're all gonna make money. So it's a giant win. So these are my four tips and I hope that they will give you a little bit of perspective of how to step into the entrepreneurial world if that's where you want to get to. If you have any more questions about my journey or you want a story time about literally the three years thus far and the paths, the ups and downs, trials and tribulations, leave a comment below and I will be more than happy to record that and share it with you. So don't forget to share, don't forget to like, don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment below and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye.